This is 10 Ideas for a Dog-Sitting Business. Bow wow, woof woof. Thought I'd bring in Snoopy Sr. and Snoopy Jr. for this one, but I thought I'd answer this question that I came across because, well, I really want to help out businesses that have maybe launched an idea, but they don't know how to promote it or they don't know where to start. And this one is related to a dog sitting business. And the question is, I'm a dog sitter. What are some smart ways besides ads on social media for potential clients to discover my business? See, the thing that I see a lot of businesses starting with is online ads. But there are a number of different ways that you can get your name out there as a business. So I'll give you these ideas, and some of these ideas might work even if you're not doing dog sitting. You could be doing another kind of small business and you just want to get your name out there. So I think these ideas could help for a number of people. So here are my unique strategies uh, for your dog sitting business. And... You know, I I haven't actually done any dog sitting, but um, I figured, you know, I do the research and help out any way I can here. Okay, so uh, and just a caveat here, I'm not really into online ads anyways, so I actually feel kind of aligned with this and believe a more organic approach is best. So let's let's get started. Number one. Join dog owner Facebook groups in your local area and start conversations with the community. Okay, so in order to do this, you can just go on to Facebook. There's the group section. You can do a search. So let's do like dog sitting and then your city. Okay, now if it if nothing comes up, you could always expand the search maybe to a city near you that's a little bit bigger, but because this is a localized kind of business, you want to find other people kind of in your community. So Facebook groups is great for that. Now, I see a lot of communities um, related to my city for Facebook groups. So now you don't have to type in dog sitter. You could just say like pet owner, right? Like dog, dog owner. Do like a dog owner Facebook group search, okay? Because your client base I'm always big into kind of like defining your audience. You want to really get specific. You're looking for dog owners here, okay? And you're looking for them in your city. So just check out Facebook groups for uh, dog owner in your city. You will get plenty of people here. And when I mentioned to kind of start conversations in the community, first, you might want to listen to what people are saying in the community, okay? Because you'll, you'll see people say, hey, I, I need a recommendation for a dog sitter or a dog walker or, or something to that effect. And you can jump in and say, hey, I can help out and I'm in the area. So listening is a really important and underused skill in terms of these conversations that are happening on Facebook groups. So listening is really effective for you. Number two, actually, I want to go back to number one, okay, because I want to be thorough here. After you sort of listen to the conversations, you could start 
posting. If you've built rapport, you can start posting on these Facebook groups maybe helpful tips related to dog owners. Now, I'll probably talk a bit more about this later, about sort of how-tos and tips and whatnot, but Facebook groups, it's a good good opportunity. But at first, with these Facebook groups, I would want you to listen in on the conversations, okay? You only have so much time because you are the dog sitter, per se. So what you're just doing is finding the clients to fill your day. Eventually, you could scale up, getting other dog sitters on your team and whatnot. But Facebook groups, that's my number one. Number two, attend meetups where people gather with their pets. So this is a face-to-face opportunity. Meetups.com. You go on there, type in dog owner walking group, and it's... A brilliant way to organically just have natural conversations with people who have dogs. Likely these people are very positive and, and whatnot, and they're very much willing to talk. So uh, meetups is fantastic for this. Hop on there. Join a few groups in your community, similar to Facebook groups, when now we're talking offline, we're talking face-to-face and kind of get comfortable just talking to anyone that's got their dogs and you can even broaden it and check out some pet groups as well that's an option number three do a direct mail campaign which is specific to your region you can use the post office to deliver these okay in Canada here, we have Canada Post, and there's actually an advertising platform which allows people to do direct mail by postal code. There could be something similar in the U.S. for United States Postal Service. Um, or you could hand these direct mailers out door-to-door, okay? Which is great if you do door-to-door for apartment buildings. Door-to-door for apartment buildings is perfect because you're landing like 100, 200 people all in like one building and they have all these pets, right? So direct mail, way more effective door-to-door if it's in a massive complex. I mean, you could land several dogs just in one building. That's incredible to think. So um, you somehow have to get into the building, though. So for security-wise, might not be so easy. Have to be careful there. Uh, full-on houses are a little easier to go door-to-door to. But you, you can set up an easy mailer, right? You're probably wondering, well, how do I set up a, a mailer? I'm talking about all these options as free options here because you can literally just hop onto Canva. So it's C-A- NVA Canva and it's like a design thing. You can create brochures on Canva. Hop on there and create a brochure. It's free and it's like a brilliantly laid out brochure and then you can go to your, if you have a printer, you can print these off or you can go locally and print off some of these. Uh, you could do that. You even do a black and white. You could just go on to like a Microsoft Word or Google Docs, type up like a little, you know, black and white 
one pager and you can print them out like that. It's not to be too fancy, right? We're just trying to get out there. But you know, you have the black and white or you have the super design amazing Canva, which is, um, they have all these templates. So it's very easy to create a brochure. Anyone could do it. Number four. This is a good one. Honestly, any business will find value in this. Set up a free Google My Business page. So it's uh, business.google.com. Okay. This allows you to start collecting Google reviews. Google reviews are extremely important for organic reach. We're not doing ads here. So organic reach is really important. You need to have a Google reviews page, especially for this kind of service business of dog sitting. It's, it's important. And what you want to do, because this is the equivalent to today's phone book, Google My Business is a listing it shows up on Google search with your business name. It literally is replacing the phone book. So when people search for dog, sitter, and your location, you should show up first on the page, okay? At least maybe two or three, number two, number three. Google My Business improves your ranking for this, right? I mean, you can literally show up. If I type in dog, sitter, and your city, you should show up, okay? Google My Business increases the chances of you showing up, so... You'll want to have quality reviews here, okay? So after you set up your Google My Business page, free, if I didn't say that already, it's free to set up, so it's a no-brainer. It's like you adding yourself to a directory without having to pay anything for it. So after you've set this page up, you want to get those reviews. You want to ask anyone that you know who has used your services, ask them if they would like to leave a review. And ideally, these are people who are happy with your service because then they'll be more likely to leave your five-star review that you need. So this is what you want to do, okay? This is really important to get these five-star reviews. And I'd say at least 20 of them, to be honest. I'm going to be straight up honest here, at least 20 is going to help you with foot traffic significantly compared to just a couple reviews, right? For instance, I'm a dog owner, right? Now I'm extremely worried about getting some random person to dog sit, okay? So how do you overcome that barrier? Well, by having reviews of people who have, have used your services and trust you, you need that as a credibility piece. I would say this is more important than even having a website. Yeah. In terms of strangers, random people giving you their dogs, yeah, this will be way more important than a website. But Okay. Uh, my number four there. So none of this is in any particular order of importance, but... Something that you can do right away is the Google My Business page. So I'm going to say that is my number one marketing strategy for you. 
Hopefully that helps. Number five, you should create written blog content, perhaps related to dog care tips and how-tos. Your inbound leads from this content will help you with your business, okay? You need to have quality tips on dog care, dog hairstyling, dog clothing, dog anything that could maybe generate some sort of leads for you. Uh, maybe talk about something locally in your area, right? In your city. This is like a long-term game, right? This is if you're thinking, hey, I'm going to be doing this for the next 10 years, and I just want people to be coming to me, right? This is an idea for you, okay? This is not a quick fix, though, okay? This is not going to get you results overnight. And anyone that promises it will, it's, it's a tough, tough order here. All this really does is gets you ranked a little higher in, in the search for Google. So have this written blog content, which is really helpful for keywords and everything. And this allows you to become sort of this like authority expert on dog sitting. Eventually you could take this content and do something else with it. Oh, yeah, actually that's what you should do. Number six, repurpose it, okay? Repurpose the content that you've created. Always repurpose any content that you create. It's silly to think that having it up on one place is enough and you could take that content and repurpose it okay share these tips like i mentioned facebook groups share these tips on the facebook groups that you're a part of share these tips in the form of video on youtube on instagram with your location tagged right you can tag your location in youtube why is that valuable? Well, somebody's watching your video on YouTube. They see the city and they're like, oh, hey, you're in my city. I could use your services. Even better, if the location is tagged, your video will show up more frequently for the people in your area, right? YouTube will do all this work for you. They're doing this advertising for you by tagging the location. YouTube's a number one or number YouTube's a number two search engine behind Google, okay? Number two. Every business should leverage this fact, okay? Being on Google with your written content is awesome. And then if you were to create a video content on YouTube, boom. Number two search engine, you got you got yourself covered. Those two places, you're golden. Yeah, every business should be leveraging these search engines. Okay, number seven, post all of your created content across your social media platforms, okay? Sort of already kind of covered this. I got excited, I jumped ahead, repurpose, repurpose, repurpose. Social media platforms, including TikTok, Snapchat, Instagram, all of this stuff. You even go on to Quora, question and answer platform, answer questions related to dog sitting, use the content you've created, tips and how-tos, repurpose this onto that platform. Make a list of all these different platforms, okay? You got a Facebook page, right? Have a Facebook page, get some reviews on there. Facebook page, Twitter, 
Instagram, Pinterest, do some images on there. Look, I don't want you obsessing about social media platforms and trying to create new content for every single one of them. Take your main piece of content, written the, the written content or the video content, and break it down into little pieces. You shouldn't spend more than an hour doing this distribution on these other social media platforms. Don't get caught up in it. Your business is the dog-sitting business. You spend that one hour a day on the social media, you'll be, you'll be flying, okay? Because you have all these eyeballs, and they're all fractured these days. They're all on these different platforms. Somebody who's obsessed with Instagram might not be on Facebook. Somebody who's on Facebook might not be on Twitter. So you sort of have to look at all these platforms. That being said, I think you should have one to two main social media platforms where you where you are completely dominating, okay? Facebook groups makes a lot of sense now that I'm thinking about it because you have dog sitter groups there and you can totally master your social media efforts through there. Okay, number eight, tell 100 people you know that you have a dog sitting business. 100 people do that, okay? You can use text messaging, you can use email, you can use phone calls, you can, you can get creative, if you've got WhatsApp, you can do whatever audio messages on there. 100 people, okay? Do that. Tell 100 people, hey, I got this dog sitting business, thought I'd let you know. These people don't even have to have a dog. All you're doing is just letting the world know that you exist. Get ready for the floodgates, because chances are somebody you know knows somebody with a dog, okay? There's a very good chance. Number nine, ask for referrals. Hey, do you know anyone else I can talk to about this whole dog sitting thing that I'm doing? Boom. If you do a great job with your current group of customers, okay, they'll be likely to refer their friends. Now you've got this little referral program going, okay? Maybe you could do, uh, maybe you can do like a little discount. Hey, hey, you let me know. You, you find somebody. I'll give you a discount. You don't even have to ask. You don't even have to say about the discount, though. A lot of people, I mean, people love dogs, okay? I think people will just naturally just tell you, hey, hey, you should talk to Susie over here. She has a dog. She would love for you to do what you do. Yeah. Do that great job. Do that great job, right? And then you'll get people talking. You don't even have to give anyone any incentive. They'll just do it. It's the way it is with this kind of business. Number 10, partner up with pet stores for cross promotions, okay? You can recommend products to dog owners in exchange for maybe some of these direct mailers that you've created in their stores. Maybe have them by the tills where the cashier is, right? have your business cards maybe displayed in there. Do a little cross-promotional stuff, a little collaboration. Maybe do like an Instagram post or whatever. You can get really creative with all this. And that's number 10. Number 10. 
cross promotionals really effective because you're basically inheriting the traffic of an established business which would be the pet store right you go that go to that local pet store see what you can do see what kind of commercial activities talk talk to the manager don't talk to somebody by email just talk to the manager and make the phone call see if you can sit down with the manager and see what you could do in terms of like a little cross promotional stuff right hey i'll refer people to your store if you do x y and z for me this cross pollination of activity is really valuable because everyone can benefit as you grow the pet store will grow i'm going to give you a bonus one okay i'm going to give you a bonus tip i was only going to do 10 ideas but i want to do 11 so uh yeah Sorry, the title's a little bit misleading, but uh, yeah, this is a bonus. If you stayed, if you stay tuned all the way to the end, you'll get this bonus tip. Like with any business, if you want to stand out, you want to be different from all the other dog sitters out there. Okay, a dog sitter can be a little bit more creative, stand out, and basically land as many clients as they'd like by differentiation okay so what's your unique factor as a dog sitter do you wash the dog do you take the dog for nice walks do you take them to special places do you give them high quality food what is all that what is your unique factor put that together in the package of your marketing strategy so that you let people know why you are the best at what you do. That is your number 11, your bonus tip. Hopefully all of that helps. Yeah, good luck. I, I hope it grows. I think hopefully all this kind of helps people do the things that they want to do and they don't give up. A lot of people give up and it breaks my heart if people decide hey i can't do this anymore i can't get any clients and they go back to their corporate job or whatnot or they're, they need to go back to something they don't want to do so hopefully with these tips if you just follow this as a list you'll be good i'll add I'll add all this in point form in the description so you can technically not have to watch this entire video. But the thing is, I added a little bit extra. I added a little bit of bonus material in the video, which you're not going to get in the description. But hey, maybe you don't want to watch the entire thing. You want the cliff notes. I got the list. Follow it. Make it into a checklist. Follow it along. You'll be, you'll be dynamite. Dynamite material here. Okay, thanks for tuning in. Till next time, bye.